Hello and welcome to the 22nd episode of the NL Feast podcast. My name is Sam Clark and with me as always, the buffalo to my chicken, Brandon Gross. The buffalo to your chicken. So I'm the sauce of the chicken element? Uh, the... Yeah, I'd say that's what... Yeah, I feel like the buffalo can be a, a general seasoning or a general preparation of it. So I th- I'd say you're the preparation of the chicken, not the sauce. So- not like the... <laughs> I'm chicken preparation? <laughs> I think you're chicken pre- Which, you know what, Brandon? As far as rolls on the pod, you're all that chicken preparation in my book, baby. Dude, I gotta change my Twitter handle to chicken prep. <laughs> you think that you'll get some questions like people think you're a sous chef or, or work at like a, a Buffalo Wild Wings or something? <laughs> and I take on the persona of uh, of that on Twitter. Yeah. And I what? go, late shift at Hooters tonight. <laughs> Pod posting late today. Sorry, I was too busy slinging wings at the local Hooters. They're like, I thought he worked in some entertainment thing. I don't understand. He moved Why? to L.A. to work at a Hooters? Hooters? What the hell? Why did he Good do that? Good benefits, man. I'm a chicken <laughs> prep guy. Listen, when you're chicken prep guy at Hooters, they give you pristine benefits, baby. Health insurance, dental, vision. 401k. <laughs> they match hey, 20%, Brandon. <laughs> my friend has uh, insurance that he says he can go to any gym. Like he can just walk what? into any gym in the area. And he's like, yeah, my insurance covers it. But I'm it's, like, what is that? Like, so what's the pass you show them? Because they're like, like, shows, like, yeah. If you go to LA Fitness, you have like a QR code or you have like a little thing on your on your keychain that's like, hey, I can go into LA Fitness right now. But for some reason, he says he can go into Gold's, LA <laughs> Fitness, 24-hour uh, crunch. Oh, there's a really famous one here. Uh, uh, Equinox. Equinox. Have you heard Equinox. Equinox? I, I bet that one you can't go into, though. Yeah, there's no way. No way. So wait, he just like flashes his Signa card and he gets in the gym? What's going on here? I think so. I think he flashes the Signa card. <laughs> Wow, I gotta speak to somebody at Signa because they do not pay for my gym membership, and it's really yeah. They listen. barely pay for a basic uh, appointment. Oh, doctor, dude, don't so. even get me started. Look at this. For all I mean, there's we only not a lot of visual elements in a podcast, but these are all medical crap. I have to work out all these. Oh my god, I know because I like I got they give us like a debit card. They pay for your medical stuff through a debit card, but my debit card didn't arrive mm-hmm. before I went to the doctor. So then I got this doctor like we're gonna send you to collections, and I was like I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna pay. I just don't have the ability to do so yet. So. It was a whole thing, Brandon. I at the beginning of the pandemic, I got into a fight with a with a medical creditor. Oh god! Because I I went to so I went to UCLA Medical because they were on my insurance plan, and uh, and I got a bill for like four hundred bucks months later. Oh my god! And eventually, I just said I was like, "Hey, you guys are on my plan." And I wrote them a letter. Just explaining that, <laughs> and you know what? I Aaron Brockovich. I, I got. Awesome. I, I I fought the man there. I think that's what Aaron Brockovich is about, right? Yeah, she kind of fought them. I feel like she fought more for the people and less the man. But I think they kind of go hand in mm-hmm. hand if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, fighting for the people. You're you're a man of the people, Brandon. What was your week yeah. like though? You had a good week. I know we'll get into some activities specifically later in the pod, but you had a good week otherwise. I did have some baseball activities, but yeah, other than that, it was. Fine, you know, it was a fine week. Was fine. Um, back in the work week, you know, yeah. feeling that Monday blues like Garfield. Yeah, but, uh, face first in a plate of lasagna. <laughs> dude, I should do Monday lasagna. I bet someone does that somewhere, right? Oh, someone for has sure. to do like Garfield Mondays. Listen, I know you're feeling like Garfield, but you really got to stop kicking Odie the dog in the butt, dude. It's getting out of hand. Too deep. I don't get that reference. <laughs> Come on, there's only like there's John Arbuckle, right? Famous John Arbuckle. Then there's Arbuckle. Odie the... That's the name of I the. Knew John the... was the guy. I didn't know Arbuckle. Was I'm like, his last name. I'm like. 90% sure that's true, and I'm 100% sure there's Odie. Come on, you don't know Odie? I, you know what's I a, don't remember Odie. What type of dog is it? Uh, I don't know. A dog? What do you mean? He's a cartoon dog. Yeah, that's what he is. Okay, well, it could have been a golden retriever. Got, oh, it could okay. have been a Dalmatian. He's got long ears, so take it for what you would. Bichon Frisay. Wait, hold on. We're, we're, half, we're half a pop culture pod, and for that reason, I'm going to bring up this story. Have you heard about the, the reason why Bill Murray did the Garfield movie? Like the, the no, live I don't think so. So when he got the script, it said Cohen on it. And nobody, nobody, uh, nobody like specified. And so he thought he was going to do a Coen Brothers directed Garfield live action movie. And so he signed the contract. And then when he found out who the actual director was, it was too late. That's bullshit. There's is, no way. Dude. Is that hilarious? It, listen, Brandon, I swear by my sources, baby. I swear all my sources would never betray me on this one. Okay. My source is Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> but, oh, okay. My source is Twitter, the bird. <laughs> Tw- <laughs> do you really think though that his management wasn't like, they didn't vet that? I it don't said know. One Cohen, it just said Cohen on it. Well, I mean, they did. What's that? Uh, Intolerable cruelty. It's not like they haven't. They've only done like prestige art films, pre- like previous to that. Yeah, they did the Lady Killers. 
Which you know listen, killers? oh, I know the lady killers. I would. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, I've got a little anecdote about the lady killers. My dad and mom were. It was like one of those rated R movies. I wasn't allowed to watch as a kid, and they were like watching it, and I could sneak in the hall from our house and like kind of like watch movies without them noticing. And I just remember like have never seen my dad laugh so hard as when I was watching the lady killers through the hallway <laughs> in my element, my childhood home. <laughs> see, I have a similar story, uh, Coen Brothers related. My grandparents took me to see Big Lebowski, and Big Lebowski came out in like '99. So oh my I was god, seven or six, Brandon. and like apparently, apparently, I was laughing my ass off about when they <laughs> when they pee on his carpet. Oh, I mean, come on, that's high comedy right there, baby. What are you gonna not? I laugh was at six the pee? though, and I was like, that's funny, <laughs> that's humor. So wait, when the nihilists come on the uh, uh, came on the screen, were you like, I know what this is, and I get this joke? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm a nihilist grandfather and grandmother. <laughs> Oh my god, that's such a funny movie to see as a kid. I wasn't really allowed to watch adult movies until I was uh, like 13 or 14, so I didn't really have a lot of like, see a movie and not get it, but laugh because mm-hmm. I'm a kid and I'm just laughing along with everybody else's stories. Mm-hmm. I watched a lot of Everybody Who Loves Raymond, so I don't know if that counts. <laughs> Does that count for anything? Oh, you're an E.L. You got R this. guy? You got this. I think that, yes, I'd say I'm an ELR guy. I would be allowed to, I was only allowed to stay up past nine on the weekdays, on Mondays, because that's when Everybody Loves Raymond would come on, and I'd be able to like, you know... See what wacky stuff Raymond was getting into. So coming up on today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the Braves beating up on the bad teams, padding that division lead. We have the Phillies dropping five games back. Brandon, what's going on with those Phillies? Brandon saw two Mets games at Dodger Stadium. Uh, It's an interesting story. Then we'll get into the classic 60-second stories, feast or famine, upcoming series, and feature future fans. But Brandon, before we get into this, I... You texted me about uh, about a weird I don't know what 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 was this so, what was what's going on here. So you probably know I we've talked about this before. I have a connection to, you know, spirits, ghouls, ghosts, not only in my own apartment, but also in my family history, those <laughs> same grandparents who had some ghoul stories. Okay. Um, and I you know, I think I had my first ghoul encounter recently that sort of, you know, crosses between my ghoul connection, my ghost connection, my spiritual world connection, okay. and my love of baseball. Whoa! Because I know this is this is it's kind of weird, but uh, do you know Kennesaw Mountain Landis? That was the first commissioner of baseball. Am I right? He was a commissioner. He was commissioner. Okay. Uh, uh, during uh, I think 1920 to his death in 1944. Whoa! So prime baseball era, um, and he was he's notoriously known. For being the commissioner that uh, that banned the eight Black Sox players and and uh, uh, from Major League Baseball, you and got this guy. You got a hold of him. Did you like Ouija board it? What'd you do? I don't. I. I you know. I, anyway, I, I I had a long discussion with him over you know a bottle of whiskey and uh, and <laughs> okay. and some chicken tendies and uh, you know because I that's what I make chicken tenders. Yes, yeah, 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 of course. And um and he I, and I convinced him to be on the pod. You know. Coming to us live? We have a spirit on the pod today, and it's and it's the former commissioner of Major League Baseball, Kennesaw Mountain Landis. Well, welcome to the pod, Kennesaw. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Wow, this is an honor. We've we've never had a baseball commissioner or really anybody associated with Major League Baseball on the podcast, so thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Of course. Of I course. mean, you have a, a, a long and storied history in Major League Baseball. I mean, I think I first became aware of you watching Ken Burns' baseball documentary it's like 900 hours um have you seen that by any chance uh, no, i'm not too much for the picture shows uh but i did listen to the audio clips from it over the radio and it was fantastic <laughs> you found a radio broadcast of ken burns baseball well i i had someone play the tv oh and okay they, it, <laughs> that's how i heard it so you had like a microphone up to the television set and then you i were... don't know how it all works hot <laughs> okay. shot okay i just i know i heard what i heard and it was great all right, I'm not trying to get on your bad side right out the gate here. I apologize for any offense that I may have caused. But Bra- so you and Brandon had, a, I heard, a bottle of whiskey and, and chicken tendies. Do you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Well, here's the, here's the thing. If you want to summon, every spirit can be summoned very easily. You just have to say something that gets us three times to do a mirror. So Brandon said, I'm cheating at baseball three times into his <laughs> bathroom mirror. I showed up to bust him and ban him for life. He had a plate of chicken tenders. We had a conversation. That's yeah, I didn't expect that to be what leaked that I was cheating on my uh, co-ed softball team, <laughs> but uh, that Wait, is true. That Wait, is true. I cannot deny that. Are you roiding up for uh, for intramural softball? Uh, it's more of a sticky substance situation. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. 
I got you. Well, I'm glad I'm glad to have you on the pod, Kennesaw. I, I, I guess we should get started. What what uh what really got you interested in baseball? It sounds like it might have just been the idea of cheating as a whole. Is that right? Well, I was a judge before I was a baseball commissioner. And mm, mm. as far as I was concerned, if someone was in front of me, they were guilty. <laughs> you know, and I just hated sitting through all the evidence of hearing why they might not be guilty. They were guilty. Uh, and after putting too many people away, they said, hey, you can't be a judge no more. I said, all right. And then uh, in the wake of the Black Sox scandal, they brought me on uh, to say people were guilty of cheating at baseball. I said, where do I sign? <laughs> Wow, that's pretty incredible. Brandon, uh, I don't think there's ever been a judge in history that just sat down and decided the verdict before hearing the evidence. So what a, it's an interesting... Uh, it's interesting. unorthodox, I would say, you know, if anything. It's very unorthodox. But, you know, I mean, I, what I appreciate about uh, Mr. Landis, as he instructed me to call him, mm, no, uh, excuse, Commissioner excuse Landis, um, to be exact, Thank you. is that, you know, he, he knows his his thing is, is saying people are guilty and, and banning them. <laughs> So he knows he has his MO and he and he nails it every single time. You know, exactly. a lot of us, you know, we float through uh, this world not knowing what we want to do in life. I think uh, Commissioner Landis is a perfect example of like finding your passion and sticking to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, going back to the whole Black Sox thing, you know, people, even today, I hear the whispers, you know, people die. They come to the afterlife and they're like, were you really that hard on Shoeless Joe Jackson? I said, hey. He was in that courtroom, wasn't he? That's all I need to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know immediately. If he's in the courtroom, this guy, he's guilty as he's hell. He's done. Wait, I, so... Apparently, he couldn't even read. Well, I wrote guilty <laughs> on a piece of paper, and I said, you should figure out what that says. <laughs> so, yeah, we can, <laughs> let's pronounce this. We got this, buddy. Um, well, Mr. Wait, so Commissioner Landis, is that, is that your preferred uh, title? That, yeah, correct. Okay, Commissioner Landis, um, a couple questions. So... I know you're 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 seemingly very anti-gambling or because of the Black Sox scandal, but I was wondering how you feel about recreational gambling as a whole now, because I don't know if you've ever listened to our podcast before, if anybody's like played it up against a, a microphone going on live on radio for you or anything. But uh, but I, I, I dabbled in a little legal gambling myself here recently. Don't know if you have any thoughts on that or if you feel if you're going to punish me or bring the sword down. I mean, you're saying a lot of things that I don't know you should be saying right now. Do you want me to say you're guilty? Because I'll do it. You sound to me like you're guilty of a sinful act, boy. Okay, and gambling being the sinful act? Yes, absolutely. All right, I, fine. I, mean, I, I do kind of selfishly want to hear a you're guilty. Can you give me your best you're guilty? <clears throat> you're guilty! That's pretty, that's wow. pretty good. Brandon, that, that was pretty really good. good. Do an you know, alternate. Do an alternate. You're guilty. <laughs> that sounds like baseball. I was about exactly. to say. Exactly. Thank you. Was... That's what I was going for. You know, a lot oh. of people. I would say that in the courtroom, and they say you should be doing baseball instead. And look how it all worked out. Isn't it funny how life worked out? That's so funny. So, based on your body of work, uh, you know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, frame you as someone who would have a sense of humor. Not. No, I'm not. You know. I'm not. I hope that you don't take that negatively. Hey, hey, I get it. I get it. You know, you sit up there, you say people are guilty, you condemn them to sentences for your day job, and people don't think you like to laugh at jokes when you're off the clock. I get it, you know, but uh, I, I like to think I have a pretty good sense of humor. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say so. I, um, You know, one thing that, uh, that I wanted to bring up to you is, obviously, you know, they recently did a game, I don't know if you saw this, um, in Heaven or... Hell, I'm not sure. Oh, hell. Hell for sure. (laughs) Okay. Um, We'll we'll touch on that uh, momentarily. But, uh, you know, I don't know if you you caught this, but they did a game in Iowa, um, and the White Sox, who played in that game in Iowa, it was a Field of Dreams game, they were playing. They were playing in the old Black Sox uniforms. I don't know. That probably, you know, musters up some some emotions for you. And uh, any comments? That feel if you caught that. That really grinded my gears. Because to me, baseball is God's gift. Moses came down from the mount with the two stone tablets with the rules of baseball on them. And for what those men did, especially for uh, someone who was a gangster, to just throw the World Series, it was almost like they just... They just hawked a big old loogie right into God's face. So <laughs> seeing that really got me fired up. And I asked, I asked Loops, uh, that's, what we, that's what we call the devil down here. I said, hey, let me get up there and tell them they're guilty one more time. And he said, I can't do that, Kenny. Uh, so it's it, probably too it, fun it for you, upsetting. right? He probably was, he probably, I mean, you're in hell, right? You can't have fun. You, you get a, you get a, it's a hoot and a half for you to say you're guilty. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty fun down here. Uh, it's, it's there's a huge <laughs> propaganda campaign to say that hell isn't that great. It's kind of tight, you know. We do pizza on Fridays. Uh, oh, that's, wow. that's, that's neither here nor there. It, 
it, it really pissed me off, and I think baseball's gone soft. Because let me tell you what, right now, if the Houston Astros scandal happened when I was commissioner, I would have put those men on an island like Napoleon. All right. <laughs> Were they all with syphilis too, right? <laughs> yeah, I would have injected them with syphilis, put them on an island like Napoleon, and. I just can't believe that Major League Baseball didn't really do anything about that. So uh, that that raises a question. I don't know if you've I don't know how how long have you been uh, back on Earth since your uh, since Brandon Summit? Has it been just like a couple days or like a week or so? How long you been up here? I got like a weekend pass, you know. So <laughs> nice. okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, so I don't know if you heard, but there was a there was a cheating allegation or cheating scandal that that took Major League Baseball this year, where players were using sticky substances to 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 spin the ball faster, which was causing bigger break, and it was harder to identify as a as a hitter. I was what would you, what would your plan have been to uh, to rid the sport of the use of sticky sub- substances, and also what would have the punishment have been for the for the players that had broken the rules? That's real simple. Everybody got to play naked. Everybody play naked. Nowhere to hide. <laughs> the sticky stuff uh if you get caught using the sticky stuff then everybody gets to line up and throw baseball right at your nuts as hard as they can i think that's fair that would really deter people from doing that Uh, you know but back in my day guys got away with that all the time i think uh yeah i mean it got under my nose a few times and it you know back in my day some guy throws some pine tar on a ball gives a little more spin throws you know a railroad spike through the ball just to give it a little edge it's neither here nor there you know it's uh as far as i'm concerned if you can get away with it uh you know then you're not guilty but if i catch you then you're guilty Okay, I kind of oh. like that's it. I wasn't really expecting you to take that that uh that that stance, but I kind of like it. I think that's pretty nice. Uh, I do, Brandon. I don't know if you have any more questions for our, our good friend, uh, but I, I just have a couple of questions. So you've been you're here for for the weekend. You've been up. You got a three day pass. What's yeah. been the what's been the hardest adjustment coming from dying in 1944 and then like reborn in 19 or 2021? I think the hardest adjustment uh, would be that I just don't see kids outside playing baseball no more. Oof, yeah, uh, that's oh, tough. Wow. Heartbreaking, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Now they that's... now they're all on their iPhones and skateboards and <laughs> you know, someone showed me MLB the show. I thought that was pretty cool, but That's uh, pretty sick, right? We like <laughs> yeah. MLB the show. You really good at it? Uh, I'm pretty good at it. Uh I like the home run derby mode. Nice. Back in okay. my day, the outfield fence was like 946 feet from home plate, <laughs> so we didn't get to see many home runs. So now you're just smashing them left and right, smashing them left and right. Yeah, Brandon, what, you, you look like you want to say something. Excuse me, excuse me. I mean, how would you feel if they did, because Sam, I mean, I'm not a gamer, as you know, but uh, they do cards, right, for old players. Yes, right, yeah, they play. do like, uh, you can you can earn rewards that are cards of retired or, uh, or deceased players, uh, like Christy Mathewson, for example, or, mm-hmm. uh, or I don't know, there's Omar Vescal was in the game a few or years ago. Or Kennesaw Mountain Landis. Whoa, okay, that's I a just, great I love I love the disparity between the time <laughs> gap between Christy Mathewson <laughs> and Omar Vescal. <laughs> yeah, the, also, yeah, the two greatest. Bad reference, the, Sam. The only yeah, two, I, the only two. The moment I said Omar Vescal, I was like, really, Sam? That's the that's the guy you thought of? Yeah, we also <laughs> got Jason Veritek. How about that? <laughs> so, I'm glad you're, you're keeping up with your modern-day baseball, though, uh, Commissioner Landis. Yeah, of are course. You, are you able to watch down in, a, down in the HE double hockey sticks? Yeah, well, I mean, we got the TV down there. We got the radio. We got everything. Uh, it's kind of like little portals. We can see what everyone's doing at any given time. Oh, that's uh, sick as hell. Very voyeuristic. Yeah, that's wait, why okay. I, I told you hell was pretty cool, man. <laughs> It does. It sounds like a little bit of yeah, a little bit of invasion of privacy. But uh, other than that, I feel like it's it sounds like a pretty great time. I have a non baseball question. Who down? Who's down in hell right now that you that here in Earth we wouldn't expect to be in hell? Oh, Ronald Reagan for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that fits into the politics of our podcast. I think that works perfectly. Wait, so Ronald Reagan is he? uh, You hang out with him at all, or you just uh, is he just around? Yeah, we play golf every now and then. Uh, he's, you know, he's he's pretty big. He's, he's, you know, got a lot of friends down there, so I don't see him too often. But, uh, you know, yeah, he's he's a pretty nice guy. I, uh, I I I do have to ask. I feel like there's somebody that comes to my brain when when we're talking to you and talking about your politics and your mm-hmm. uh, your your response or views on life. Um, you hanging out with Andrew Jackson a lot down there in hell? Oh no, I don't really uh, see Andrew too much. Uh, he's up in the VIP circle. Uh, I'm just kind of down in regular hell, okay. uh, but he's in he's in the VIP circle where apparently you're treated really well. Okay, so it's just like that raised. Yeah, I mean, you answered the question that arose, which is so the worse you are, the better your experience in hell. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, basically, like if you're gonna go bad, go all the way bad. You know, don't half-ass anything. That's what my dad always told me. <laughs> wait, wait, so oh. 
No, please, Brandon. So I was going to say, so at some point, I, you know, you sent someone, you know, to jail. You know, you, you made someone, you said someone was guilty and they went to jail for, for their crime. So I assume yes. that your good deed probably lessened your VIP status in hell. Is that correct? I mean, yeah, but also Andrew Jackson was just a sick motherfucker, man. He just did some <laughs> stuff. Like, I, just, uh, I was just a baseball guy. He... he committed genocide yeah uh, he was, so. he's not a great guy but it sounds like you're a big fan of his his uh in general though huh you think he's just a badass i didn't say all that nobody nobody <laughs> nobody put that i just i told you how it is in hell you know i don't want to come out and act like i'm in support of andrew jackson <laughs> okay. commissioner landis is getting the feel for modern day media right yeah, now twisting you, his you words pick, you picked up on this pretty quickly you don't uh have you heard of ever have you ever heard of being canceled commissioner uh landis nope but uh, all I know is if anyone ever tried to cancel me, I would go ahead and ban them from baseball for life. Uh, you'd you'd say, uh, what, would you, what would you say to them? I would say, oh, you're going to cancel me? Well, I got news for you, buddy. You're guilty! <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right. Uh, Brandon, I, I, uh, I know you've already chatted with our friend here before we had our interview, but I, was, I don't know if you have any more questions for him or we're, uh, you want to dig into this brain. I'm having a pretty I'm more I'm going to be honest. I'm more interested in what what you're do, you've been doing for the last three days. You had a whole weekend pass. You're in 2021. You died 80 years ago. What's the did you go to like McDonald's? Did you do like uh, do you see a movie like what? What's been the craziest experience that you've had since you've been back? Oh, they got these things called bird scooters. I got on some of them. Uh, I mean, you got to understand, when I died, we didn't have anything remotely close to that. Those have been real fun. Uh, went and did some Tai Chi in the park. Oh, that nice. That was a good time. Uh, have y'all ever heard of Postmates? They can bring you whatever you want. I thought that was very interesting. That's sick. What did you have uh, ordered? What did you, did you have delivered? I had some uh, hot dogs delivered. Uh, It was also, I'm very upset that you can no longer rob a bank and get away with it. Um, (laughs) I was not able to do that. I I, I was about to, and then I realized the severity of the situation. Uh, But it's been a nice weekend, you know, just seeing the sights. I did get to take in a game at at the Dodger Stadium. Uh, I was really surprised it wasn't in Brooklyn. Yeah, Brandon summoned me. Uh, That's true. I was really surprised. I was like, what do you mean? Are we in Brooklyn? And he was like, no. And then he explained to me uh, all these teams have done moved from where they originally were, and it disgusted oh. me, and I want them all to burn <laughs> to the ground. Oh, because you know what I say, and I'm stealing your phrase here, you're guilty. All right. Hey, we, we could we could put that on a little, you know, like a shirt or something. Yeah, we, had, we don't have enough merch. Yeah. What if we just had ex- exclusively Commissioner Landis merch, Brandon? You think we'd, we'd do okay? Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, Commissioner Landis, I assume you have no need for money right now, aside from your weekend endeavors up here how would you feel if we benefited on your behalf financially i mean i'd be cool with it because the more t-shirts you guys sell then the more people die come to hell they're like you're i'm like that's me so it would be kind (laughs) of cool to get a little more clout down here um raise your popularity maybe you get in the vip section then you know what i mean i don't know about all that i mean i still you gotta be a real bad person to do do all right you seem to have a good heart you seem to have a good heart brandon you got any more questions for our good friend here uh, no, I mean, we have a date tonight for, you know, a bottle of gin and uh, and some chicken parm, so. Okay, wait, hold on. You Not guys are... tendies, we're doing parm tonight. So you're... We're big chicken guys, we're polio guys. You're just drinking gin on the rocks, though? You know, is, that a, is that a thing people do? That's how we did uh-huh. it in my day. What else, what are you going to put in it? I mean, whiskey? I thought that's that seems like a more of a well, Kennesaw. Well, whiskey, whiskey and gin is pretty good mixed together, so. <laughs> just straight mixed together? Yeah. Oh, you anyway... wait till you have Fireball, Kennesaw. I think you're going to love Fireball. Oh, boy. I bought something for tonight It's a cinnamon me. sugar right. flavored liqueur What do you, th- you think you could uh, you get down on some cinnamon sugar flavored liqueur? I would never be caught dead drinking anything <laughs> flavored with the devil's sweetness Alright, Kenneth, thank you so much for coming on, Commissioner thank Landis We so really much. appreciate you taking the time uh, we, we had a ball, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Don't, don't, I'll uh... see you in the living room later Alright, just remember, you're guilty <laughs> All right, thanks, bye. Thanks, bye. Oh, Brandon, that was quite the uh, that was quite the experience. I've never talked. He's to a, a great go- guy, right? Turns out he's a great guy. He he uh, he he made fun of Ronald Reagan and Andrew Jackson, which I think makes him. I'm honestly surprised he went to hell. Honestly, if you do those two things, I hey, I'm sure you know you have a lot of free time in hell, probably. So if if you're peeping peeping the tube, <laughs> what? <you're gonna> wa- <laughs> If you're watching TV, okay. you're going to watch some baseball. Peep in the tube. That just sounds like a euphemism for something, Brandon. I don't know. What you're, uh, uh, which... Listen, Kennison, I've been watching a lot of 90s stuff, and Saved by the Bell uses peep in the tube quite <laughs> often. Honestly, that doesn't surprise me at all. Wait, so we've had, we've had, two, uh, we've had two non- 
traditional baseball guests so far on the podcast. Which which do you think uh, you prefer? Do you prefer my uncle Nino, or did you uh, did you like uh, Mr. Landis a little both bit? Both not good men at the core of it. <laughs> I guess that's true. Honestly, both both uh, left a little to be desired as far as character goes, right? A, a bit, but you know, uh, I, I think we welcome that. I think that's the the rowdy crowd that we that we bring <laughs> to this pod. Yeah, you're drinking straight gin and whiskey. I don't know if you know you knew what you signed up for. I never known you for a while. I never knew you as anybody. That I am drink. so drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Very out of character, Brandon. But all right, we gotta we gotta steer this ship back on the course, Brandon. Um, I don't know. You watched baseball in person, which we'll get to. But you watched. Uh, I don't know if you checked out any of the Braves. The Braves have just been like scorching. They're on. They're absolutely on fire. They're leading the division. It's not really close right now um and it's been a weird they've had like a weird dike like a there's been a dichotomy between the <laughs> should google that word make sure i'm using it correctly but the the braves paradox have just, paradox uh contrast is probably the, what dichotomy is fine I okay think. all right all right because the braves have just been beating up on some of the worst teams they beat up on i mean my miami marlins the orioles mm-hmm. and the the nationals and are have gone they've, what nine and one over their last 10 meanwhile the mets yeah i think they won a series against the Reds, and then uh, and then after that, swept those three teams. And then the Mets are like one and nine. I mean, I don't know if that's the exact schedule, but they've like they've been just getting their asses kicked by the Dodgers and Giants. It seems like for the entire season at this point. I don't know. Like it, it really is wild how how the strength of schedule towards the end of the season can have such a big impact on the standings of the division. Yeah, it's also weird that I. It seems like because a lot of these teams are playing the West, like like the Braves are playing the Giants, and and. Uh, the Mets are as well, and the Phillies playing the Dimex. It's weird. It seems like there's a lot of West-heavy uh, action going on uh, this month for the NLEs. Yeah, and it's like, uh, if you had looked at the schedule for the Mets mm, beginning of the season, before the Giants were who the Giants are that we know of now, mm-hmm. <laughs> another great sentence on my part, mm-hmm. I uh, you would just think that this would be, okay, all right, this is, a, this is a decent balance. All right, we're going up against the Dodgers, a juggernaut. They don't know. They don't have Trey Turner yet when you're looking at the beginning of the season. You're not facing Max Scherzer twice like you thought, like you are now. Um, and you see these Giants games, you're like, all right, at least it's balanced out a little bit. But now you're just getting your ass kicked by, like, two of the best teams in baseball. It's just it's a hard oh, yeah, one to get yourself out of. And also hits at the worst possible time for the Mets, just not being able to hit. I mean, obviously... On Sunday, the the second game that I went to, the Mets finally broke out. Javi Baez was back, got a nice double in the first inning, um, was riling up the crowd a bit. He got a second double later in the game, and oh, they nice. booed him because he he did a little tricky slide, pushing a single to a double, um, and he's giving him the thumbs down. It was fun, but uh, but yeah, obviously upsetting for Mets land. But I mean, it's just the cards are falling um, uh, in the Braves' favor right now, and uh, and you know. Good for the Braves. They're beating up on the on the bad teams. And I know that's something we said last week and the week before. It's like you got to beat up on the bad teams. Yeah. And the Braves are doing that. 9 and 1 in their last 10, like you said. So, well, the good news is that the Braves are about to face the gauntlet that you faced. Uh, I know we'll get into this in upcoming series, yeah. but like they're about to face the Dodgers and Giants then. And you got to hope, I mean, um, as a Mets fan, I mean as a Marlins fan, I'm not I don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> I'm just like I'm along for the ride, baby. Um, but as a Mets fan, you got to be like, okay, maybe we can get some back here. I know you guys are about to have a soft schedule. You play the Marlins at the end of the month. Uh, you play the Nationals next, is that right? Like you Yeah, have... I think it's I think it's 15 games with the Marlins and Nationals in the next like 20 days or something like that. Brandon, if you're a Mets fan, you gotta hope that you're pulling uh, what? You gotta hope you're pulling what, 12 of those 15 out? Yeah, I mean you have to, but also it's like are the Braves gonna drop that much? I mean I know there's seven games left with third, seven. the Mets are seven games out now which is they dropped 11 games in the Sandys in 21 days. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. Insane. Insane behavior, Mets. <laughs> uh, as, as as my boys in Cypress Hill would say, that's insane in the membrane, Brandon. <laughs> insane. Got no brain. <laughs> also, the weird part, though, uh, is that the Mets weren't motivated by the, the tweeting of their owner, Brandon. What's going on? Steve Cohen dropping out some knowledge on Twitter. What's well, go- you and I texted about this a little bit. Yes, we did. Uh, um, pull our so- text up, Brandon. <laughs> Please. Let's talk about what we talked about previously. Well, I'm pulling up. So Steve Cohen's tweet was... Uh, this was how many days ago? This was five days ago. So this is prior to the LA series. I think after they dropped two to the Giants. And a little, and, and uh, let me interrupt you real fast. A little peek into the way Brandon and I's relationship has completely degraded because of this podcast. <laughs> Brandon texted me, eroding relationship. <laughs> and I said, No, no, no. We're not talking about this through text. We got content we have to make, baby. We can't. We can't just let this good content go to waste, Brandon. Please. So Steve Cohen said, "It's hard to understand how professional hitters can be this unproductive." The best teams have a more disciplined approach. The slugging and OPS numbers don't lie. And I said to Sam, I said, you know what? I don't mind that tweet. 
I, I don't mind it. I can't believe you. You got the Trump of baseball tweeting out that you're pl- tweeting out basic things like he just found out what baseball reference was last week. Being like, oh, this on base percentage theme seems to be indicative of a good offense. Well, you're team. reading into that. That's not necessarily true, though. That's what he's going to be like. Go, he's going to be like, hey, have you ever thought about taking more walks? Huh? Brandon Nimmo, J.D. Davis, maybe get that bat back onto your shoulder instead of swinging for the fences. Like it's just also we're we're. Don't know your place. I think I like I hate Jerry Jones at the Dallas Cowboys and I hate Jerry Jones because he thinks he can wear every hat in the organization. He thinks he's the owner. He thinks he's the president. He thinks he's the general manager. He's making all personnel moves. Nothing gets made unless it agrees with with, uh, with Jerry Jones. And like Steve Cohen is kind of while not explicitly saying that he's taking on that role. He's like the only person whose voice matters in the team. Now it feels like and if he's saying you're doing badly, he's just the mouthpiece. He's just spouting off and, and it's just I. I'm very much with uh, in the camp that owners, a good owner, hires the best people for each job and then shuts their mouth and doesn't do anything. And he seems to be the antithesis of that. And it's just like it bothers me. I'm not going to lie. Well, here's the thing. So I don't I don't have a problem with this tweet because it is factually accurate. What he said. OK, wait, it's true. Like, can we go through the whole a, thing is true. Let's go through exactly a point by point. Let's go through a point by point. It's I'm hard it to understand how professional leaders can be this unproductive. OK, start. The stop there. Te- Let's stop there. OK, I mean, by all means. Yes, that's true. I agree with Steve Cohen on that part. It is. It is hard to believe that the that especially caliber player that the Mets have that they they the offense is just not there. So, OK, the best teams have a more disciplined approach. So that's where I start to get a that's where I start to get a little bit like, OK, maybe let's not start telling baseball players how to play baseball. What do you think? of that? Mm-hmm. I understand that. And, and, and I have to clarify and say that I don't think I don't think he should have tweeted it out. OK, OK. I don't think he should have tweeted it out, but I don't have an issue with the content of it is accurate. He didn't say anything like in the in the I, I think I, I texted you and I was like, I the Kumar Rocker tweet that he had where yeah. he was comparing him to an asset. And investing yeah, in a, in that's a poor like, asset. That's way worse. Yeah. Because he's making this young college player into um, a stock, you yes. know? Yeah. An investment. This one, this one, he's just stating what all of the Mets fans have said. And now we like <laughs> know that the owner also knows this. Like it was just, re- there's no point in it. There's nothing productive about it. Um, but I do, I do think the background in it is, and as a Mets fan, it's like the Mets last owners were so sneaky yeah. and hidden and they were, had no transparency yeah. that I, and I'm not defending I'm not defending him, but I do appreciate that he has transparency and he'll do interviews and he'll acknowledge to some extent, you know, some futility from the Mets point. I'm okay with that. Would you I'm rather okay and it does give a human element to it, but it when it's bad is when he makes the players that um the players that are on his roster, the players that he employs when he makes them like assets, you know, would that's you, when it's bad. So would you rather, would you rather him tweet this bullshit or would you have rather him not tweet at all? Like, would you rather him like say all of the nonsense, like get on his, get a, be like a, an old rich white dude uh, on Twitter, which has never blown up in anybody's face before, Brandon. I don't know how this, <laughs> how this could have, uh, we could have seen this coming or would you rather him just uh, shut up and sit down? Uh, well, I would rather him. I would rather him not be on Twitter, of course, because there's nothing good that comes from that. Yeah. I mean, how many players have deactivated their accounts because they've been bullied? Like half the Mets team this year, honestly. Yeah, okay. You know, so Jordan... I, I'd rather him not be on here at all because it's going to lead to to nonsense like this. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or nonsense like what happened with Kumar Rocker. I would, if he traded that out for doing a lot of interviews with SNY, the Mets broadcast team. Um, if he was more transparent in other ways unlike the Mets' previous owners, then I would make that trade-off any day. So I'm not, I'm not defending it because I can't defend a billionaire, like, you know, uh, corrupt, you know, uh, white-collar <laughs> criminal. I mean, honestly, he's, he's been, him and his company have been indicted before. So, um, so I'm not defending that whatsoever. But all I'm saying is that tweet in particular, because it broke the internet. It did. Listen, it <laughs> was like tweet, Kim Kardashian all over again. <laughs> Yeah, that tweet in particular. What if Steve Cohen did that with the glasses? Let's see ass? Steve Cohen um, pull pour champagne over over his back yeah, onto on his, his ass. Yeah, um, <laughs> the way you just said it so dejected, like yeah, on his ass. Sorry, uh, on his ass. Yeah, yeah, that, on his ass. I guess that could happen. <laughs> um, okay, last last point I'll make about this, or I guess question. 
Isn't it counterproductive? Like the narrative for the Mets already right now is that they are in an absolute downfall. Like everybody's jumping ship. Everybody's complaining. Everybody's like addressing these offensive woes. And by tweeting about it, all you're doing is highlighting it more and putting it more into like the 24 hour sports news cycle. Like maybe just shut up and the story won't be as prevalent. But if, if the owner is tweeting about it, that just makes it more relevant and draws more attention to this bad thing that's already happening. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think the bi- the best comparison, uh, I know you mentioned Jerry Jones, but is Steinbrenner on the Yankees. Oh, now, yeah, that's a good one. Steve Cohen has not showed at this point that he's a hothead and, you know, he's going to fire Louis Rojas before the season ends. Like, we haven't seen any of that behavior yet. Like, he's not going to publicly fire someone at a press conference like Steinbrenner did. You know, so we're, hopefully we're not going to see it. We'll find out more in the, in the offseason because it's possible that they, if the Mets, you know, continue to, to flounder and they end up you know, staying around where they are in the division, they might end up, you know, doing a fire sale or, or, you know, firing all the coaches or, you know, um, their interim GM. We'll find out. So I don't, that's when it becomes a problem in my eyes, even though George Steinbrenner is a very successful owner and the Yankees won tons of championships. <laughs> Brandon, preface his. this in case any Yankees fans listen and they dox both you and I. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, Brandon, I, this always happens. You and I like have a silly guest on and then we're like, listen, we need to turn back. Serious. And, yeah, we need to talk baseball. We're a baby. serious baseball pod. I want to uh, <laughs> I want to pick your brain, though. You did a fun thing this weekend, right? You went and saw the Dodgers and Mets play over the over this last weekend. Oh yeah, I went to a game Friday uh, where uh, they lost three to two, and they had plenty of opportunities. But that's been most of the Mets' losses. They've been one-run games, and then Sunday I went to another game where the Mets won. Which they won a game, Brandon. And that's was... pretty good. Listen, if you're seeing a Mets win on this West Coast uh, West West Coast trip, then you're 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 in good company, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it was a blast. I think uh, my favorite part was on. Friday, I went to the bullpen area oh, where cool. the Mets were. You can sort of, I don't know if you remember when you were at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, you can sort yeah, of yeah. Just like hang around the, the bullpen area. Um, and all the Mets uh, fans were there. So it was like very oh, New York cool. all of a sudden. Yeah. And there was some woman, <laughs> Trevor May, the Mets in the Mets bullpen was like uh, warming up to go in in like the seventh. Um, and a Mets fan, this woman wearing a Mets jersey, she was going, Jacob DeGrom, Jacob DeGrom, where's Jacob DeGrom? <laughs> Just like yelling that. And DeGrom's definitely not in the bullpen. He might not even be with the team. No, right he's not now. traveling with the team at all. Yeah, right he's now. probably not traveling. Um, and then this guy was very New York next to me, this like heavy set, like, like, big New York guy and he was like she fucking brings up Jacob DeGrom one more time I'll smash her fucking face in oh my god New York my people (laughs) yeah I mean as somebody that lives in the city that's just like the most quintessential interaction one person being very obnoxious and the other person threatening them with violence for how obnoxious they were being so you got the quintessential New York experience all the way out in Los Angeles my friend wonderful work quintessential yeah and then there was another uh, and then that same moment another guy who was like I guess what like sort of like the cowbell guy in uh, for the Mets? Yes, yes. Uh, he was holding like a weird Dodger sign, and he looked at all the Mets fans, and he goes Yeezy Sleazy and flex, and we all <laughs> okay. just looked at him. And then uh, then the guy next to me goes, "What is he like an off-brand cowbell guy?" Oh my God! Yes, Brandon. You anytime the Mets come into town, you need to go to this section of Dodgers Stadium and just hang out. Half got to go by the bullpen, but it was, it was nice too because also. Uh, you know, the kids were getting balls. Miguel oh, Castro, man of the people. He was signing tons of stuff for the kids. Okay. Um, Wait, it Brandon, was nice. It, following up on our conversation last week, were there any adults looking for autographs? And was it weird? Oh, <laughs> um, that's a great question. I didn't see adults, but I did see a big New York guy get a ball from Ricky Bonus, the Mets uh, bullpen coach. Okay, all right. And he was like, Ricky, Ricky. And then Ricky like, <laughs> gave him a ball. So I think feel like that's fine. I think I think Miguel Castro would sign. I don't. I know you're not looking for a Miguel Castro yeah. signed ball right now. Yeah. But I do think that he would have signed your your autograph if you okay. were there. Also, like I think if you know the bullpen coach's name and you shout it at them, they're going to be yeah. elated and will give you elated. attention immediately. Not a lot of people go into baseball games and being like, "Hey, uh, I can't even think of the Marlins." Who's bullpen the Marlins coach. bullpen? You don't know? Uh, no, but I was going to say Mel Stoudemire Jr. That's the Marlins pitching coach. He's Wait, pitching okay, coach, yeah. hold on. Live on the pod, as we always do, Brandon. Uh, let's see who the bullpen coach is. I can't even talk and type at the same time because it just turns me bullpen Marlins. Gotta work out that hippocampus, young man. <laughs> I got a bad brain, Brandon. Famously bad brain. Um, oh, of course. How could I forget? Wellington Sepeda. Wellington Sepeda. That was as of 2020, of though. So, uh, also named after my hometown, maybe. Well, maybe not named after it, but uh, yeah, that's where he's named after. <laughs> shares the name yeah, of my ca- hometown. Call me Fort Myers Gross. <laughs> Brandon, are you born in Fort Myers? No, I wasn't, but I lived there for a little bit. I always forget like what your journey was. No know one knows. You went to high school in Tennessee. 
Yeah. And you, but you lived in Florida post college for a while after attending college in Florida. Yeah. And also lived in Florida during your youth. Earlier youth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What? what and I was born in Maryland. No, you weren't. Were you really? Yeah, I was. Where yeah, in Maryland? Annapolis, the capital. Oh, famously, the capital. <laughs> I, famously. Uh, how do I not know this? I feel like uh, I've known you long enough. And that my I should... families are all from New York. And they all don't live in New York anymore. They all live in Tennessee. Yes, or Florida. And what's their address again? <laughs> <laughs> you want all their social security numbers right now? <laughs> uh, I think I'm about to steal Mud's identity, dude. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, good. I'm glad you have a good time. I'm, I'm gearing up for my Marlins games. Like, when Marlins coming to town... And the 31st, I think, is the first game. So like a week from tomorrow. Yeah. And they're doing a doubleheader. And I'm going to go to both of them, I think. I think I'm going to go to the 1 p.m. game. Oh, that's fun. I've never been to a doubleheader. I haven't either. And uh, I already requested off work, like a very normal adult behavior thing to do. Um, You're like, I'm going to be sick that day. (laughs) I was wondering. So we have something called family sick days. Have you heard about these? You heard about oh, this? Oh, it's like if your if your family's sick. Yeah. You so heard it's about like, this? Yeah, heard about <gasps> this. Oh my god, what? dude! I saw Jay Leno. What? Where? What? What do you mean? Why this are you telling weekend, me this now? I saw him. Where? I saw Jay Leno. What are you he, like in, right on, now? In Burbank, I was running errands. No, yeah, right now I'm looking out my window. <laughs> um, no, in in Burbank. Oh, I've seen him like four times. You know this, right? In Burbank, I have no, 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 no. This is all news to me. Yeah. Okay. So this will be my sixty second story. So I'll get it out of the way. <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> but uh, so Jay Leno, uh, his his. Uh, his cars are notoriously in Burbank. That's he has like a I think Garage a hangar right? near the airport yeah. in Burbank. Okay. So I've seen him a few times. First time I saw him when I worked at a production company, I was the assistant and I was getting fruit for everyone because that's what there's slave labor <laughs> yes. in Los Angeles. And um <laughs> and I was doing that and then Jay Leno's walking in with his denim outfit on with some dude and uh, I'm like, that's Jay Leno, because there's no one else that looks like that. Nobody, that's yeah, nobody else wearing denim on denim other than Jay Leno. Yeah, with the <laughs> hugest chin and the biggest head and the whitest <laughs> hair you've ever seen. And uh, and this cool like green car was parked next to my car. I was like, that's Leno's car. Oh anyway, first time I saw him. I've seen him a bunch of other times, but this time in Burbank, on okay. Magnolia, which is the main drag. I used to live Famously, sort of off yeah, there. I used to I love Magnolia. Um, we're giving away a lot of personal information today. Um <laughs> He used to live here with, um, but yeah, so uh, I took a right on Magnolia and there's Jay sticking his head out of a 1950s Corvette. Oh my God. Talking to someone in his car and uh, I was FaceTiming my mom. Like she was in the thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Holding it and driving. No, no. You were driving and also holding both both hands on the phone while you're sitting with your knee. I I ripped it out of like, it's in my little air filth, you know, the air spitters where the where the phone Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ripped it out, and I go, look, Jay Leno. And I like, tried showing it to her, but she was like, it paused. I didn't see him. Oh, my God. But I saw Jay Leno, and which excited me because of Jay Leno, Mike Tyson. Of course. People new to the pod don't know this, but we have a, we have a, an impression that sometimes comes through. You know, a very... Uh, you want, please? Jay Leno, I saw and then I saw it's a very uh it makes a lot of sense that a baseball podcast would combine two people completely unrelated to the sport. They make an impression that they're famous for, but I don't know you know that. <laughs> it adds up. I think it makes sense for us. It does. It does. Very on brand. Yeah, we have ghosts come on. We have my uh gamble uh, uncle with a gambling problem come on regularly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we have <laughs> Now it's starting a little a little Michael Jackson in that now. I don't know or it's like a little spooky too, yeah. Jay Leno, Mike Tyson, Mike Jackson? Okay, all right. We might be onto something here, Brandon. Why not take all take all three and make make it into the most annoying voice we could possibly give? Just the highest pitch voice. Gilbert Godfrey, let's throw it in there. Why not? Why not, Brandon? Why not? I guess we should probably talk about a couple other things before we get in. I don't know. How you feeling baseball wise? We're I don't know how long we've been recording. Little All I'm saying is the the Braves are crushing it right now yes um, updates to richer the their, their acquisitions though continuing to crush i know, I know yeah. adam duvall is hitting like 220 right now or something but he's still mashing for them he had a big hit yesterday in the in the last game of the orioles series uh solaire 11 homers since the break i know a few of those are, are when he was he's on the royals before right yeah yeah uh, 11 homers since the break um richard rodriguez uh for the bullpen which is a big woe for the braves 0.82 era in 11 games jeez oh my god that's filthy they're just really hitting on all cylinders right now, despite Acuna and, and Soroka's absence. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, and I was thinking about it. I was like, well, you know, the Braves, they would play the Brewers in, in the first round of the playoffs in yeah. the division series. Yeah. So, I mean, they're such matches right now. If they can get to any of those core three to the Brewers, is like, oh, the Braves. I mean, I don't think, you know, they can beat any of the West teams, or I guess Padres are, are going bye-bye, but Giants and Dodgers, I don't think yeah. they can beat them. Yeah. But, uh but I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe the Braves are going to surprise some people. I mean, a lot of people predicted them to be 
to be the division winners and and uh you know they're coming through i mean they they, they have boppers i know all of this without acuna too which is like kind of heartbreaking right like acuna yeah. is just the face of the team and then they're they're turning also these are all acquisitions that we like made fun of on the pod we're like what are you gonna do with four new outfielders braves yeah now they're all just smashing dingers left and right oh my god brandon it goes to prove that nobody listens to this podcast for baseball information and you would be a fool to do so do you not agree they listen to it for Jay Leno, Mike Tyson, and that's it. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, welcome. This is what we do. We, we bring on uh, <laughs> dead people, and we we, uh, we talk about baseball seriously for like, tw- what, 12 minutes, Brandon? Does that seem like a fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to keep it. You got you to keep with the impressions. Also, I feel like we haven't done enough British accents recently. I was talking to Peter Pratt of UK Marlins, and he, yes. was, saying, uh, he was saying that he, he comes and stays for the British accents, which makes sense. So You haven't done any British accents recently. It's been quite a while now, hasn't it? You really haven't done too many accents recently. <laughs> okay, now it's you're like Liverpool. Doing, yeah, you're Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool. You're, you're the Beatles. You're doing a Beatles it's impression Beatles right now. now. <laughs> Isn't that funny how now when people from Liverpool speak, they're like, you sound like the Beatles. You're the Beatles. And they're like, no, I promise this existed before the band did. <laughs> What's the <laughs> You sound like you? four guys. Yeah, that's like if you hear a Southern accent, you're like, oh, you sound just like Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, you sound just like Ronnie Van Zandt. <laughs> and if you're from Detroit, they tell you that you sound just like Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and you, oh, you know what's funny, Kid Rock? Uh, you know the Sweet Home Alabama Werewolves yes. of London atrocity. Some kid from my high school was played mini Kid Rock in that music video. What really? Yeah, 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 dude, that rules. That's what a claim to fame for that. What a fun he was like fact. a he was like a hot, gross guy. You know oh, what I mean? Like he yeah. was like hot, but he was like definitely didn't show up to class. So he was Kid he Rock. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't even know if Kid Rock had the hot thing. Never. Right? Like Kid Rock wasn't a hunk. No, no. Kid Rock wasn't a hunk. Put it on our <laughs> our, our crest. <laughs> so I was gonna say Brandon works at Hooters, and also by the way, Kid Rock wasn't a hunk. <laughs> you got to give the people what they want, Brandon. All right, let's move it along, Brandon. As we normally do on the show, we have a couple segments that we like to do, and this one in particular is called Sixty Second Stories. If you have never listened to the podcast before, a and you're a big dumb idiot, b this is where Brandon and I each tell a story that is sixty seconds long, and afterwards we'll cut each other off. Except we'll probably let him finish the story, Brandon. Do you have a 60-second story for us? Did you, did you use it already? How are we feeling? I used it. My card's used. I did Jay Leno, Mike Tyson. If I go first, you, yeah. you think you'll be able to come up with anything? Okay, yeah. Okay, well. all right. So I'm going to go first. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like a kid being like, if you eat broccoli, well, you well, you can have ice cream later. <laughs> okay, fine. Except your good thing, your your reward is, I guess, having to tell a story that you came tell up with on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right, so I'm going to go first, Brandon. I'm going to put a little time on the clock. It's going to count down for us. We're going to know how much time I've had and how much time I will continue to have. Um, but all right, you ready? Yeah. And away we Wait. go. No. All right, so I, I told you this earlier. I'm not going to use names for this podcast or for this podcast. I'm never going to use names for this podcast. Um, but I'm not going to use a name for the story. But there was a going away party for a friend of ours um, this last weekend. And because we're all broke, we don't have a large area to gather a lot of people. And this friend of ours um, was, has, a, has an uncle um, who was generous enough to lend us a spot. We'll call him Uncle. So Uncle has a has an apartment over where was it it was in like bushwick or williamsburg it was over in that area um and mind you this is in the middle of a hurricane so <laughs> there was a hurricane hit new york and it's brand and i soaking wet walking 10 minutes from the train this is going to be longer than a minute walking 10 minutes to the train we get in then we meet uncle and uncle is inebriated uncle has been served a lot and i love a good character and this guy is the definition of a character start talking to him and he's telling me what he does for a living he's like all right so i direct music videos but also i'm an artist i make physical art i uh i i'm going to jamaica next week to shoot a music video um it was just a while okay hold on timer's going off i'm still gonna tell my story um and and this guy so he he takes his phone out i'm like i see him texting i'm like what are you doing he tells me he's got he's dating this woman and she's coming over but she doesn't know anybody's here and he's like watch this and then says and i'm writing this down because i'm gonna have to bleep this he goes come over i can't wait to f- you <laughs> and then <laughs> but in the most old man way of doing it does type or text 
text to type, type to text. He says it in the phone and then it types it all out for him. So I see him over in the corner and he's got his mouth, his mouth over his, or his hand over his mouth. And he goes, I can't wait to f you later. And then proudly shows me the phone. <laughs> then it was truly just the funniest thing of all time. What's really just funny is he up. looked at you and goes, this is my guy to this, do this with. Oh, I was talking to him all night, dude. This guy was cracking me up. Um, he was, he was just a, a, a hoot and a half. I, I don't know if I'm, I, I feel like I can that. say his name. I didn't make any sort of association as to what he does other than and he's he's going he to Jamaica. And he goes to Jamaica. <laughs> he goes to Jamaica, but that's my sixty second story. Must be nice. <laughs> really, yeah. What is he honestly living the life it sounds like. Uh, but it was just the weirdest part was just seeing a man uh who pro- not a not a professional sexter, I imagine, take deciding that he's going to use uh talk to type and, and pull his phone out and just in the middle of a loud party put his hand over his mouth and say just a raunchy thing and send it away like it was no big deal. I wonder if it changed it to duck. You know, like when you text fuck, sometimes it changed. I wonder if he's like, can't wait to duck you. Damn it. Yeah, he was great, though, Brandon. He was great, though. Did I give you enough time? Did I stall enough? Do you think you... Oh, yeah, I'm good, dude. Okay, all right. So, Brandon, I'm going to set a timer for you. We're going to keep on... I also remember sometimes, or I forget to remember sometimes, that my parents listen to this podcast, and that was a pretty inappropriate story to tell on the podcast. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Listen, they're, they're adults. We're all adults here. All right, Brandon, are you ready? Yeah. And away we go. So this story, you mentioned your girlfriend Miranda. This is a story about uh, Miranda. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's like the, you're like, what do you mean? Okay. <laughs> it's like a really yeah, this bad is, story. This is good. Like, this huh? is fine. <laughs> uh, no, Miranda and I once at one point did the Sharon Tate experience. So Sharon Tate, who notoriously, tragically perished, yeah. uh, you know, at the hands of, of Charles Manson's cult here in Los Angeles. Um, so Miranda and I are, we were always bonded over like the macabre and like yes. murdery shit. Yeah, she but you're not that. as into murdery stuff. No, right? I'd say I'm I'm completely uninterested. <laughs> okay, um, so we we went to El Coyote, which is the restaurant that Sharon Tate ate at before she perished. Yes, yes. Um, and then we tried to find the house that her, her, her and Roman Polanski's home. Oh my god! Uh, in in Laurel Canyon, um, and we drove around all day, and we like found that we like were looking up like articles and we eventually found it and uh but it's blocked off so they have like a huge gate for like five houses back and it's like you cannot enter here but a fact that miranda told me was there's a house across the way that Jimi hendrix used to stay at and it's like a notoriously haunted ghost place wow you famously love ghosts and that's where I met Kenneth on Mountain Landis. That's, that's full circle. so funny. Miranda loves that stuff. She loves like the murder documentary, like murder. I almost said murder. She wrote. That's not what that podcast is called. She loves murder. She wrote <laughs> What's that podcast. <laughs> I'm blanking. Mur- oh my god! It's just like the it's the two women hosts that talk about like grisly um, serial killer uh, murders or oh, whatever uh, every week. Uh, Murderinos. No. Right? Yeah, that's what they, that's, no, what, that's they what they call, they call their, their fans. Band. Which, um, Brandon, we need to come up with names for our feasters. What do we call them? Feasterinos. Feasterinos. What is it? My favorite murder. That's what it is. My favorite That's murder. That's what it is. Yeah. So we'll give a shout out to another much, much, much more popular podcast. Brandon, if we ever get popular enough that we can do live shows, I think that's when we know we made it, right? I think we're going to be doing, we'll be doing one live from probably like the Rays Stadium at some point. <laughs> uh, I, uh, <laughs> but it's going to be after the Rays move to Montreal. So it's going to be us in, the, in an abandoned warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be haunted and Brandon is going to be in heaven. I uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking, and I think I told you this already. I know I told you this already. God, can you hear that? No. You okay. <laughs> Okay. I farted. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. There's a plane. There's a, plane a dude blasting music uh, outside my apartment. I don't know if you heard it. Was it Kid Rock? It was Kid Rock. We dude. were smoking funny <laughs> things. <laughs> we listen. We always sing on the pod. Famously sing on the pod. Um, I totally forgot what I was talking about. What was I talking about? Oh. Um, uh, murderinos. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about... Um, Ghouls. Uh, Brandon and I are, think we're going to maybe try to do a live podcast for our final podcast after the World Series. A little spoiler alert for people who are listening that don't know that, but think that's a, a teaser, a little bit of a teaser. Stay, stay tuned, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon. All stay right, tuned. moving along. Um, we don't have a Degrama of the Week, Brandon, do we? Oh, no, I didn't include that. that uh, the Degrama of the Week is going to be Richard Rodriguez, the Braves bullpen 0.82 ERA, and that's our Degrama of the Week. <laughs> All right, and then we at least we got the audio in there, Brandon. That's all that matters. People, yeah, people, um, come. Okay, hold on, I can do this. People come for people, the co- people pod. Come. 
people, people come for the podcast and they stay for the music. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay yes. Like all that. of my like, I remember texting you, be like, "What kind of songs are? What like? What music does this sound like?" When we were when I was writing the intro and I sent it to you, and you're like, "Pop punk." What's what do you fucking think it sounds like? <laughs> you idiot! What have you made your entire life? <laughs> It's like when a band comes out, they're like, this next album is actually going to be like kind of inspired by <laughs> disco. And you hear it, it's like, no, it's just the same fucking band no, that I heard in the, the last album. Speaking of which, did you see Parquet Quartz's new like music video? They're doing like a video album, like a no. visual album coming out. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. Uh, so check that on out. Brandon and I went to a snail mail Parquet Quartz concert together in Los Angeles. So we did. It was you were sick. I remember. Was I? You remember? You were sick and you were like, I, I'm not going to move around too much. I wasn't I that's sick fine, like... I don't, I don't like getting hit in the head either. I wasn't sick no. like ill. I was sick like nasty cool, right? Yeah, you were nasty. <laughs> you're like, sorry, dude, I'm really sick. And you're like, nasty midway through the concert. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I saw Parquet Courts at, uh, in Central Park here. Did I tell you this? That's fine. They were doing like free summer shows out at uh, out at Central Park like summer 2019 yeah and parquet court showed up and we ended up catching most of the it was a night it was like a classic like i can't get to the place i want to get to in new york city moment where i was taking the trains the trains were delayed they were stopping and i had to take like an uber from a train station far away from it was just a nightmare but i got there and it was great listen we love parquet courts on this pod you got there and you realized it was lumineers we were <laughs> like damn it <laughs> no damn i blanked on literally any lumineers song it was the big one hey ho hey yeah <laughs> no that's the ramones <laughs> no. oh excuse me whenever anybody goes to a lumineer concert and they're saying hey ho do you think there's somebody that's being like huh who's calling me huh? <laughs> it's it's a rake it's a, <laughs> a hoe. yeah there's a there's a, yeah okay that joke was a six out of ten but i'm gonna stick with it <laughs> Fuck, dude. Dude, speaking of jokes, I was Miranda and I are moving our uh, moving our furniture around, so I had to clean out a bunch of old drawers, and I found like my very first. I think I told you this a little bit before the pod started. My very first joke book, and it was bad. <laughs> it was not good. And then I found my one from like three years ago, and it was like great premises and bad jokes. Bad. <laughs> jokes were so bad. Um, just yeah, not my. Uh, it wasn't on my. I game. remember some of your stand up. I could I could do probably do a what bits a, do you remember? Sam tight one. What tight one? What bit? What's like? What's the what's the content do you remember don't don't uh yeah don't embarrass me please uh i don't know i don't know if you want me to do it actually okay give me the topic don't give me the uh don't give me the, the joke one. Oh yeah i mean that's a great yeah, joke yeah, yeah. listen that's a good joke <laughs> i did a lot of cat material too in la remember that one uh i don't remember the cat material. my the cat was the okay i'll tell the joke why not nothing like telling your old stand-up jokes on a pub shit why did i do this <laughs> sorry listeners you can log there off there was now. a I mean, it's a it was a bad joke objectively a bad joke but i i would talk about how my cat i had to take my cat to los angeles and they gave me uh they gave me like oxycotton for my cat that i had to give to her during the flight so when we landed she was a soundcloud rapper <laughs> you remember that one brandon <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, like okay, that. that's fine. All right, I'm not going to yeah. tell you about the bad jokes I found in my notebook because the joke I just told you was something that I would close with. What's sometimes. the deal with <laughs> candles? I was like, really, was, dude? You're doing Seinfeld? Oh, dude, there's some real hacky stuff too. There, it's like I, I wrote, I did a bit about Ralph's, the the grocery store chain in uh in LA. I'm trying to think what else. I definitely did some baseball stuff. I remember trying to do baseball stuff on stage and just being like, this isn't going to work. This is, not, this is absolutely. You're like, isn't it weird how Acuna hits home runs <laughs> and so does Ozzy Albies? What's up, people? <laughs> Has anybody heard of this Braves in? field they're all smashing dingers what's going on um the baseball stand-up tour oh dude can hmm? you imagine should we do it oh uh, that would be such an oddly specific thing you think we we don't have a lot of listeners now wait until we do a baseball specific stand-up tour we'll have we zero Bartles b swanson tour <laughs> featuring sam and brandon two people that haven't done comedy in three years <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to move on to other segments, Brandon. Uh, feast or famine? Um, again, no music for this, but if we did, it would go dun 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 dun. Feast or, feast famine. or famine? Brandon, why don't you give us your feast of the week? I think we have dual feasts, right? We have dual feasts. Uh, same last name? Oh no, same last name. Yeah, different. Yeah, okay. different content. Miguel Cabrera, who hit his 500th home run, Marlins legend, Detroit Tigers legend. Love to see it. Hit it off former Met Stephen Matz at uh, Comiskey. I don't know what it's called now in Detroit yeah, uh, Stadium. Good. Love to see it. Great guy. Honestly, like you forget how dominant this man is and continues to be, but I feel like it's almost forgotten because he's been on these bad Detroit teams for so many yeah, years now. Just like melting away. Wasn't it on the road? I thought he did it in Toronto. Oh, was it Toronto? Oh, was Toronto? You're right. Well, hold on, hold I on. Apologize. It was Toronto. You're right. Okay, because right. I remember just being like, oh, at least the people of Toronto are good enough that they're standing up and giving him applause, even though he's on the road. Because like if he had done that at home, obviously great thing. But you know, 
You're not at home, baby. <laughs> you're not at home. Yeah, you're not, <laughs> baby, you're not at home. Listen, you're not at home, baby. So. They're Canadians, though. They're respectful, you know. They stood up. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Also, like, uh, Marlon's legend, Miguel Cabrera, brought us home the 2000, I mean, not solely, but was part of the 2003 World Series team, like, is a childhood legend for me. And an and a, and a absolutely, like, uh, monstrous individual from a physical standpoint. Like, just truly one of, like, like not even fat, just, like, humongous, like a boulder of a man. Truly, like, like not many people that A monster big. man. He was very... It's funny. He was very, like, trim and, like, lanky when yeah. he was, like, 19 yeah. on, the, on the Marlins. But it's, like, now he's, like, a full... He's, like, a he's a beast man. He's a beefcake, Brandon. Some might call he's him, like... beefcake. Yeah, I think Miguel Cabrera is a certified beefcake, which is, we know, adjacent to a hunk. Two words we use regularly on this podcast. Hunks Beefcake, be- hunk, peep the tube. <laughs> I forgot about people too. Brandon, we're on a roll. Speaking of, okay, my ADHD is kicking in hard. Do you see my Dookie shirt? Remember I talked to you about my oh, Dookie shirt? Oh, yeah, your yeah, Dookie shirt. Yeah, check it out. It's not an NL Feast episode unless we're talking about 90s music, baby. Hey, you know I'd like that shirt if I thought it was a good album. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm messing with you. Guy, Come on. This guy, you can't be doing that. My Feast of the Week, Brandon, is another Cabrera, but it's Edward Cabrera. I don't know if you saw this week, but Marlon's top pitching prospect, Edward Cabrera, has been promoted from AAA. He started in AA this season. Workers are at the triple a and now he's up in the majors there's a very heartwarming video on twitter i don't know if you saw of him finding out that I he did. was going to be a big leaguer and just like what one of the best like that and then dads watching their sons be major leaguers for the like dads mm-hmm. watching their son achieve like isan diaz's dad watching him hit that home run off to grom um or that arizona diamondbacks pitcher who pitched the no hitter yeah, yeah yeah like th- that's just some of the most heartwarming content and cabrera was just like Overwhelmed with emotion, also trying to keep up this facade of masculinity that is required in baseball still. So he's like, try not to cry, but it's like just a, a, a well, f- he, an awesome moment. He like would not stop hugging the head coach of the Marlins of the, the Jumbo Shrimp. Dude. Like he wouldn't, did you notice? And the, and the head coach like dropped his arm. I know. Was like, he he went from two arms to one arm and was and like, yeah. Edward was not giving up. I think he's just trying yeah. to control his emotions. Listen, we've all been there. Like maybe, you know, you're being videotaped. Uh, who knows if he knew that was coming? Maybe it was like the awful Trevor Rogers, uh, like all-star thing yeah. where he's like, like, okay, I know I'm being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> I know now bad time I bad know time. yeah bad week for Trevor <laughs> Rogers we love him we hope him and his family are doing well but uh that video was bad um and Edward Cabrera though yeah you just love to see it I'm very excited he's starting on Wednesday for us um he's he should be just as hyped as Sixto like he's also most famous because and we talked to MLB the show before but he had a notoriously difficult pitching like prospect card that came up and people would just spam like 100 mile an hour sinkers like high and in and it was just the hardest pitch to hit on online like tortured people so he has a little bit of a reputation already so that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see him. I mean, the Marlins fans should be excited. I mean, uh, you know, when you have a struggling team, it's like you look forward to the prospects, you know, what can be for the future. Yeah. So hype to see him. Yeah, I was going to be insulted. You called the Marlins a struggling team, but you hit the nail on the head, Lower baby. the Mets, baby, okay? <laughs> um, all right, Brandon, why don't you give us your famine of the week? Uh, Mr. Alec Bohm, who went down to AAA, went back to Lehigh Valley after they reinstated Reese Hoskins from the injured list. Um, yeah, I mean, Bohm struggles. We've talked about it all season. Uh, there was actually that video, I don't know if you saw, of him striking out. I can't remember if it was in San Diego or not. And he strikes out, and then he goes, I, I suck. Like, oh, he just, like, God. said, like, they mouthed it. I, could have been, like, a... Yeah, a, a, a bad lip know, read or uh, something. A bad, yeah, bad lip read. But, uh, but yeah, not, you know, he's obviously a tremendously talented player, and hopefully he comes back um, later this year. That's, and, um, this was the state of Alec Bohm now, because I you mentioned one sad video, and when, before you told me the details of the video that you watched, I thought it was another sad video, which was him getting hit, like, routine grounders at third base and just, like, fumbling them and then, like, getting dejected oh. and, like, sitting around. And they'd hit another routine one, and he was, like, having a lot of trouble with the transfer to the, the throwing arm, and it was just like, this poor kid, man. Well, I wonder, I mean... Uh, if the DH comes next year, I wonder if, I mean, obviously his bat has struggled as well this year, but it's like, if it's as good as it was two years ago, yeah. then may, I wonder if they move him to DH. Cause it's like, yeah, he really can't play third base. We talked about it all year. He really struggled. And, I mean, and yeah, the Phillies just don't have a, have, don't have, don't have the ability to just like sacrifice a defensive position because they're not like an entirely great yeah. defensive team. So like yeah. that third and also third base is just, a. I mean, listen, your Mets and JD Davis know better than anybody. Third base is a place you need a good defensive player. So, uh, mm-hmm. it's a bit of a sacrifice to make, but yeah, um, absolutely. my famine of the week, Brandon, because we don't, we uh, listen, this podcast is not going to be able to do what I want. What I made this podcast for, which is talk about the Marlins because the Marlins are just really, really bad right now. The Marlins are losing games left and right series left and right. Um, and we can't, we can't, we have Marlins Twitter, like starting to disown and disband. Like people are starting are, are deciding that they they're questioning whether they should continue to be Marlins fans publicly. I saw that, yeah. Craig Mish is like just completely angry, like very, very upset. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. Did you hear that? 
Is that cat? Yeah, Winona just woke up from a nightmare, I think. Oh, oh my God. Winnie, cat nightmare. Winnie on the pot. <laughs> she was like, Sam, Jay Leno was there, and Mike Tyson was there. Winnie, what did you think about the Marlin season so far this year? Oh, my God. You're the loudest cat yeah, in the world. You won't talk when I ask you a question. Should I try it again, Brandon, or is this a bit of yeah, bad do idea? do it again. <laughs> Winnie, Winnie, what do we think of the Marlin season so far this year? Okay. Oh, my God. My cat just woke up screaming at me, and then the moment that I'm like, listen, she knows the Marlins are so bad, she's got nothing to say. Sam, I'm camera shy, Sam. <laughs> well, Winona, Your good news. This is, like... Yeah, this is a podcast, buddy. It doesn't matter if you're camera shy. Well, I'm a cat. I don't know. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I can't wait to get inter- interview Winona on the pod. It sounds like we might have that ability to do that sometime soon. Um, all Sam. right. Brandon, we're just like classic us, just blazing over time here. Um, why don't you give us the rundown on our upcoming series, okay? Okay, I'll do it as Winona. Okay, please. All right. Sam. The Braves are playing the Yankees, and then they're playing the Giants at home, Sam. Okay. The Phillies are playing the Rays at home, and then they're playing the Diamondbacks at home as well. The Mets are playing the Giants, and then they're playing the Nationals at home, Sam. Exciting. The Nationals are the only team at not at home this week, Sam. The Nationals are playing the Marlins, meow, and then they're <laughs> playing the Mets. Well, look- And then the Marlins are playing the Nationals, and then the Reds, Sam. Okay, good. I th- I jumped the gun there, Winona. I apologize. I thank you for reading the, the, the upcoming series. Brandon, what? It's okay. Okay, all right. Hand the mic back to, back to Brandon. <laughs> what? All right, I had enough of you, Winona. Please stop. You hated that. <laughs> uh, please give me your favorite series upcoming. Uh, definitely the Braves Yankees yeah. or Braves Giants. The Braves weak. Yeah. Let's see what, what they're made of, you know, after like beating up on the, on the, the tiny tunes. I got to make sure Let's these see. Mets are going to stay alive, dude, for the point, like if our podcast yeah. loses both the Mets and the Marlins before September, we're in a lot of trouble. Um, but yeah, so I hope we're th- like, our eyes are like bleeding watching the Braves and Phillies. Oh my God. Also, I kind of want to watch this Mets national series because it's exciting that Edward Cabrera gets to go against the worst team in the division. So maybe he'll, the Marlins nationals, the uh, Marlins. Yeah, Wait, what he, did I say? He, you said Matt. Oh my God! Against Josiah Gray too. Oh, dude, that's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. That's must watch Good matchup, right? Is that must watch yeah. television? Must watch television. <laughs> Does that count? Peep the tube. Uh, peep that tube. All right, Brandon. What else we got here? Feature future fans. We got to get this ball rolling, but we also have to feature our future fans, Brandon. Why don't you give them a little bit of a shout out? I know you did a wonderful job compiling this list today. We got Broads Media, uh, who's a Philly, Phillies, uh, Philly sports guy. Love to see him. Fun videos. Great camera quality. Andy Sims uh, at Braves Chat, a Chattanooga Braves fan. Loves okay. the Chattanooga choo-choo. Very, very um, cool. But yeah, does good good Braves content um, if you're into that sort of thing. Nice. Um, who do I want to give a shout-out to? Kind of going through my stuff, and I'm like, I feel like I've shouted out all the people I interact with on uh, on Marlon's Twitter all of the time. So I'm kind of running a little slim. Um, and do you want me to start uh, shouting out Dolphins Twitter, Brandon? No. Nope. <laughs> you <don't>. sure? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm going to give a shout out to Griffin Conine on the podcast. There's no way he'll ever listen, but he's just been absolutely mashing. Absolutely mashing. He had a, a, a multi-home run game again in the minors, even when his dad, Jeff Conine, was there. Um, and so I'm going to give him a shout out. I can't do, I can't, I can't uh, dream, Brandon, that I want him on the pod. Please, can't a boy dream? Hey, maybe in the offseason. Let's get some players on here. I am going to get Jazz Chisholm on the pod. <laughs> I love it. I like the confidence. Set a goal for yourself. Listen, you know? my goal is going to be that I want Jazz Chisholm on the pod. So there we're, we're just speaking it into existence. All right, Brandon. This would be the spot that we would give out reviews. If we got any reviews, starting to think we'll never get a review again, Brandon. What do you think of that? Is there a chance we ever get a review again? Uh, I guess I got to find some more friends to <laughs> tell them to review us. Um, and also, Brandon, I got some other bad news. We don't have any emails this week. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're, we're, we're down bad, as the kids would say. We're down bad, you know. Maybe I should reach out to Jay Leno, Mike Tyson. See, see if they can, yeah. See if they can uh, shoot us an email. But if you're interested it. and you want to talk to us, we will we will read any five star review on Apple Podcasts. Why don't you make a little effort? Why don't you make some fucking effort, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you're just listening. You're we're being active. You're yeah. being passive. <laughs> so why don't you make an effort and go leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts? We'll read it out loud and shoot us an email. Ask us any question. We're always looking for uh, for content to fill because we can only tell so many stupid stories on this podcast. Um, email us. Not at email us. Our email address is nlfeastpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter is just at nlfeast. That's at nlfeast. I am at, I almost said my old Twitter account handle. That's not what it is. I'm at nlfeastsam. So if you want to follow me and see what dumb shit I'm tweeting about, please please go ahead. I broke triple figure followers, Brandon. I'm over 100 now. New Twitter Congratulations. I just hit 200. I think the podcast is the reason. I'm giving you snaps because I can't clap because i got a microphone in my hand. Wonderful work. Brandon, why don't you plug that uh, that lovely Twitter account while you're at it? Hey, follow me at 
at Brando Grosso, but maybe chicken prep. Maybe chicken prep. <laughs> Who's to say? Brandon, you got anything else to say before we get out of here? Bye-bye, Sam. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.